0: I am the way, the truth, and the light. I am the alpha and the omega, the force and the lie. Hello ladies and gentlemen, my name is Brett Keene from God TV Radio. I hope you're all having a blessed day. Tonight at 7 p.m. I'm going to be doing a live show. We're going to do that for a couple hours. We've got a lot of good people that are going to be showing up, some good guests, and throughout the weeks I'm going to schedule live shows that can be found on the front page of my YouTube channel. You'll see them scheduled. You'll be able to click Reminder. and get a notification whenever I'm live, and 30 minutes before that, so you can get yourself prepared. Unlike most of the podcasts and shows on the internet, done by atheists and people of different faiths, I am not asking for anyone to pay any money. It's free, and I put the link out to the public so anybody and everybody can come in. So... I hope that you all have had a good New Year's Eve let's get on with the video and the topic matter at hand it is estimated that the earth itself is 4.5 billion years old this is what scientists are telling us the universe according to science is between 13 billion years old and 16 billion years old this is the claim now If we were to do a simple Google search, which a lot of atheists seem to not be able to comprehend whenever it comes to arguments against them, they would find that if you were to type in how many planets exist in the universe, scientists say that with 400 billion Milky Way stars, we estimate they contain 1 to 10 trillion orbiting planets total. It's a pretty even number, a pretty solid number. Trillions of planets that exist throughout the universe. This is what they're saying Well now that we know that we're going to talk about something that atheists shy away from That they're extremely afraid to deal with that is also a scientific fact The Fermi paradox What is the Fermi paradox well, let me put it to you in simplified conditions As we know, atheists believe that the universe came from nothingness, and then all these planets came into existence through all kinds of cosmological, apocalyptic events, destructive events going on through the universe, and somehow all these worlds came into existence. All right? They also believe that through spontaneous generation, some atheists theorize panspermia. they believe all kinds of different abiogenesis concepts on how evolution began. A lot of atheists, believe it or not, don't know the, or have an understanding of what abiogenesis is. You'll see in debates, whenever they're debating Kent Hovind as well as other Christians, they will say things like abiogenesis has nothing to do with evolution. It's the origin. It's not evolution. Evolution is simply gradual time changes over gradual time well the problem with this is that if someone were to be so inclined to use that google tool that i told you look on wikipedia or any science website with credibility you'll see that abiogenesis is defined as the origin of evolution that it is the very first um, evolutionary change or transition that goes on to team the Earth with life. So abiogenesis is actually evolution. For some reason the non-believers don't want to touch it because they know that there's not a whole lot that the experts or Wikipedia can give them in an argument or a discussion against creationist or theist. So they try to sly, intellectually be dishonest and take that off the table so they only deal with evolution. Well, unfortunately, it doesn't work either way. Even if the Christian decides to let the atheist have his cake and eat it too, and take abiogenesis off the table, and just deal with evolution, there's a major problem that atheists will run away from. They're afraid of this argument. And I think that once a lot of Christians who may have not heard this hear this, you're going to realize why this is so devastating and destructive to the concept of evolution the evolutionist would have us believe that these this chemicals these chemistries on earth were able to advance based upon the variables of the environment and the changes that they go through that's the reason why they believe that rocks somehow became sentient and created self-replicating cells that would eventually turn into tadpoles fish Creatures swimming around in water, and at some point in time, the creatures decide they want to come up on land, evolve into everything from reptiles to mammals and all types of different creatures. All the things that you see on the Earth, they believe has a relationship and are connected with each other. And that's the reason why the Earth has humans, who are, by the way, the only unique species that has ever had an enlightenment stage in their supposed evolution, and no other animal has the special uh, specialties or attributes or traits of a human being. None of them, even the smartest creatures on earth, like whales and um, dogs, are considered pretty smart, not as smart as whales and dolphins. But none of them, of course, have ever come close to our intelligence and our memory span and our ability to be able to survive. For whatever reason, um, the Earth chose to only have one single species that absolutely and overwhelmingly um, dominate the rest of the creatures. Now, if one were so inclined and they were to open the Bible, they'd find an answer to why that is the case, where science, of course, fails. Now let's get to this Fermi Paradox, why it is that atheists fear it. As I said in the beginning of the video, it is claimed that there are over trillions of planets that exist in the universe. And as atheists and religious people know, we have no absolute exclusive evidence whatsoever that evolution worked on one of the trillions of planets that exist out in the universe. Evolution and abiogenesis just simply didn't do anything for any of the other worlds out there. Now scientists are claiming that there are planets out there that are older than Earth that are actually in better condition than our planet. That would be great and fantastic for life, even better than that of the planet Earth. Yet, through their observations and through their technology and equipment, They haven't spotted one single heat signature. They haven't spotted one single thing. There are scientists who are claiming that they have found some goo on planet Mars and a couple other planets. Some kind of weird gooey stuff floating around in water. And they assume that that might be something, but... It's definitely not sentient, it's not humanoid, it's not in any kind of way that even could be considered like that of an alien or something you could communicate or talk with. It's basically nothing more than snot, which is what the atheist believes he came from on Earth. Now, if these planets are older and their variables are really good and their environment is going through um, enhanced conditions we should at least see on one planet, at least one planet out of the trillions, where evolution actually shows, where a natural process happens. Now again, if someone was so inclined, and they were to actually open up their Bible and read, we can see that our our world, although in the Bible and the book of Hebrews it does mention other planets and other worlds, God specifically and exclusively An intelligent designer designed humans for the planet Earth. And there's nothing in the holy text or holy books out there, even in paganism and Islam or any other religion out there where it says that God had any interest in doing anything with all those other worlds. I've asked myself many times, why did God pick Earth and why did God even bother to create many planets? Now, I can't be sure that there's trillions of planets, but being that scientists are supposedly the authority and the experts, they're claiming that trillions of planets exist. I don't see them. I haven't observed them. But that's what they claim. So if we go ahead and let them have their cake and eat it too, then we have to ask the scientists, then why isn't natural selection and evolution working? Why would it only work on one single planet? The Bible tells us, Because God wanted to create simply that, an intelligent sentient life form that is more ancient than the existence of our universe, much older than our universe, made the decision to actually put us here, to install us like a petri dish, to set up our gene pool and construct us, basically put us in a playground where we could live our lives and learn how to love, learn how to hate, learn how to feel joy and feel pain. For whatever reason, this God chose to do that. But the evolution don't have one single explanations; They have a trillion planets with no evolution. No evolution whatsoever. To me, that's a trillion reasons why you ought to question you, evolution and its validity. If evolution doesn't require a god, if it doesn't require an intelligence or some kind of alien to do anything, that it's all natural processes, then ladies and gentlemen, the universe itself is made up of space-time and nature. We should have seen aliens thousands of years ago. To be honest with you, the only historically recorded alien that we've ever had contact with or engaged with, well, he has a name, and he's called God. He's an entity that is older than the universe. He is an entity that even in the Bible says that whenever he was creating the world, he was outside of it. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Before the earth was created, God existed, which means that he is an alien he didn't originally inhabit the Earth. He's the only alien that we know of. He's the only alien that says that there's more out in the universe, and there's more that exists within him that he designed and created. He says this, and he is the only one that we have historically recorded. But as many atheists will tell you, they don't believe that. The idea that there's more to the universe, the that there's some kind of sentient, intelligent life form that exists out in the universe, they'll tell you that that's batshit insane. That's stupid to imagine that we're anything designed or created or from some intelligence. (laughs) But that's all we have as a human race. Whether you believe we've been around for millions of years in some form or another, or you believe that the earth is no more than 10,000 years old, God is the only communication that we've had outside of our earth. And God's been trying to talk to all these skeptics out here. He's been trying to talk to all these scientists. He's tried for years to communicate with them and tell them, wave a big hand in the cosmos saying, I'm here, I'm here. And they refuse it. They keep waiting for evolution to work. And it has failed them every single time. It's been given almost 16 billion years to function and work and run its magical process. But all the planets, 10 trillion of them, remain empty. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed the video. God bless.